So for today's conversation, I wanted to talk about basically elasticity, I would say. It's going beyond what you think you are capable of. So if you've listened to any of my previous podcasts, then you'll be aware that I came from a pretty, pretty rough, pretty abusive upbringing. But one thing that kind of surprises people is who I've turned out to be as an adult after all of that abuse and all of those years of just, well, horrific endurance. And I don't tell my stories to a lot of people, (laughs) this being (laughs) the most obvious way that I am actually disclosing all of what's happened to me, or at least a good chunk of it. I don't really disclose this to people in person or to people around me. I have family members who who have absolutely no idea and were shocked when they asked me questions and I answered honestly and told them the truth. They couldn't believe that, that some of those things had occurred. And the reason I don't do that is because it... It makes things awkward and uncomfortable. And not as much for me. It's my story. I lived it. I, I've i dealt with it. I've put that behind me. So telling my story, disclosing all of what happened, doesn't bother me at all. I'm not uncomfortable with any aspect of it. But I find that it makes other people uncomfortable. I find that it makes other people feel awkward and uncertain and very, not necessarily upset, but it, it, it's like the elephant in the room. People all of a sudden become really disjointed, unsettled is the best way I can say it. They sometimes will see me differently, like they'll treat me differently, even though it's not necessary. Sometimes it's just they don't know what to say, and that's okay. I don't expect anything. I don't expect a friend or someone who wants to know and ask questions. I don't expect them to have an answer or a anything. I, I don't expect an, oh, I'm sorry, or or. I don't know, pity or some emotion. I don't expect any of that. I'm fully honest about disclosing it. When people have questions, that's fine. I don't mind. Doesn't doesn't bother me. But I think one of the, the things that always surprises me when someone wants to actually have a conversation and asks me questions, I get an almost universal response that there's there's almost a level of shock 
and surprise because of who I've turned out to be. I guess there's an expectation that these stories are so horrible and so abusive and cruel that I would have turned out as some sort of monster or some sort of basket case who has so much baggage. It's pretty much that's all I have and nothing else. And I find that fascinating. I find it fascinating that people hear the story and expect that I'm going to be one particular type of person because of all the abuse and trauma that I went through. And that's what leads me to this discussion, is that you as an individual, me as an individual, we are all bigger than our traumas. We are all bigger than the events that happened to us. It is our conscious choice as to how we frame that. You can frame that with a victim mentality. You can hold on to the baggage for a level of security. You can push the world away because you don't want to deal with it. And that's your choice. That's okay. In the grand scheme of things, if that's what makes things workable for you at this point, that's okay. I think there's a better choice. But I most certainly do not discount or demonize or judge anyone who chooses to hold on to those things because that's what you know. And sometimes what you know is easier to deal with than trying to face the realities of what happened, face how it affected you, and face the changes that you probably should make. So we are much stronger and bigger than these traumas, than these events. We have the capacity to move beyond it. It doesn't mean that the hurt goes away forever. It doesn't mean that you have to forget what happened. In some cases, doesn't even mean you have to forgive it. But you have to think about what is best for you as a person. And this is universal. This doesn't apply only to people who've been through traumatic events or horrible childhoods. You may have had a wonderful childhood. You may have had fantastically supportive parents, and you will still have issues. You will still have baggage. You will still have insecurities. You will still face challenges. And it's how you face those things that define who you are, and define what you are capable of. If you believe that you are limited by this, if you believe that you are damaged by this, 
and you accept that as who you are, well, then things can be a little difficult. Things then, then you're going to see the world through the lens of being a victim, through the lens of being someone who is wounded. And you may avoid situations. You may avoid people. You may avoid living in general simply because you see the world through the lens of injury. I realized at a relatively young age, when I was a young adult, I realized that holding on to this this anger, this frustration, these beliefs that didn't serve me, all it was was toxicity. And I was poisoning myself. The abuse that was done to me well, that was done to me. But the residual, the baggage, the the feelings of not being worthy, the feelings of dismissing myself, the feelings of just wanting to give up, that was me doing that to myself. Nobody was inflicting that on me. Now, the core belief, the core nexus of that started from an abusive event by another person who inflicted that on me. But the long-term residual, that was all me. I was the person who was holding on to someone else's view, someone else's opinion or someone else's abusive concept but I had the power to let that go. I was the one in control. There, there was no one standing over me saying, you're stupid, you're fat, you're ugly, you're this, you're that, you're just, you're worthless. N- nobody was standing over me saying that. I was a young adult. I was on my own. I was in college. No- nobody was saying that to me. The only time I heard it was the voice in my head was that that annoying second guessing that abusive voice that would come out and try to dissuade me or try to put me down and very very quickly I recognized I hear my father's words but they're in my voice that is not okay That is not acceptable because those are not my words. I do not own that. I do not believe that. And I have the power to silence those words because he's not here. He's not saying that to me. My voice is saying that to me. My inner self is saying that to me. The wounded child that got abused is deep down in there saying that to me. And once I recognized that, I stopped it. I said, enough. I don't need to listen to this. I don't believe this. This voice 
is not who I am. And I think we all have that voice inside of us, that voice that second guesses us, the voice that puts us down, discourages us. When that voice sneaks up on you and you hear it, regardless of what it is, whether it's something silly, oh, you can't wear that outfit, or your butt looks too big in that, or why would you try that? That's stupid. You'll fail. Or you don't have a creative eye. That, that's never going to work. Or you're never going to be successful at the, that YouTube thing. Forget it. It's nonsense. Whose voice is that? It's your voice, but whose words? Ah, now we have something to unpack. Whose words are those? Where did those words come from? I strongly encourage you to track those words down because it may solve a huge mystery for you. For me, it was simple. It was my father. He was the one who always put those words in my head. But everybody's situation is different. Your words may come from a well-meaning family member. It may come from your parents or an aunt or uncle or a brother or sister or a cousin or a friend who simply was talking honestly and made a comment that stuck, something negative that just instilled itself into that, into that program that we all have, that, that software that runs in the background of our head saying we, we can't, we shouldn't, we won't, we, we're not good enough. Look and find where those words came from and assign them to who they belong to. But they're not yours. They're not your words. They may be in your voice because we all hear our own voice in our head. But don't let those be your words. Recognize who they came from, where they belong, and then pack them up and send them out. Set them free and tell those words, those negative thoughts, those ridiculous comments that you don't belong to me. You belong to somebody else and I'm going to let you go. Get out. And I know that that sounds a lot easier than it is to do in reality. I fully understand that. It took me a long time to be able to recognize when those words popped up, to recognize that they weren't mine, that I don't believe that, and to send those words and those thoughts packing. It took a long time to learn how to let those go. And not just letting them go in a flippant way, but letting them go in a deliberate way, unpacking that landmine and setting it free. It took a lot of time. It's not an easy process. 
But here's the trick. And I found this to be really fascinating. Once you start, and you really start, you really take it to heart, you really decide that this needs to change, that I understand that this doesn't serve me. I want to be better. Once you really take that to heart and you decide that is what you want and you want to be a better person, you'll start this process. You'll start the asking of questions. You'll start figuring out where those words came from. And once you do, it's like pulling a thread. It just keeps going and going and you start building momentum. And once you start building momentum, it becomes incredibly easy to unpack, disarm, and send all those negative words, all those negative thoughts, that self-doubt, all of those horrible emotions to just send them away and let them evaporate into the ether. It becomes incredibly easy once you start. But starting is the hardest part. But we are able to be so much more than what we think we are. Because like it or not, all of us have those little self-talk, those negative thoughts, those limiting beliefs. Insert whatever word you want to call them. All it is is mental fuckery. It is just this nonsense garbage running around in your head. So clean it out. Get rid of it. Own who you are and who you want to be. And yes, terrible things may have happened. Terrible things happen to lots of people all over the world. No matter how bad your particular flavor of abuse or trauma was. There's always someone who had it easier, and there's always someone who had it worse. But the truth is, what happened to you is what happened to you. It is yours and yours alone, so own it and take control of it. Don't let that define you. Because you are capable of being so much more. Just because something happened to you doesn't mean you're destined to turn out a certain way or that you're going to repeat patterns or that it's going to control your life. The only way those things happen is if you allow them to. And I understand to some people this might be insane. This might be completely crazy sounding because they didn't make a conscious choice to, to repeat this pattern. They didn't try to do this over again. They can't help that this happened. And I'm going to say, yeah, you can. Yeah, it happened because you allowed it to. But is that wrong? No, it's not. Because 
We are all making decisions in real time right now based on the information and the knowledge and the emotional growth of where we are right now. So if you find yourself in a pattern, if you find yourself in a terrible situation, don't beat yourself up over it. Don't be upset about it. Recognize it and recognize what needs to change. We can only make decisions based on the knowledge that we have at that exact moment. As our knowledge grows, as we become more enlightened, as we hear different voices and we take different words into account, that changes our perspective. It changes our perspective on who we are, on our situations, on life in general. We take that information in and we process it. And that information may affect how you make decisions and how you move forward. Information and knowledge is power. It empowers you to make a wiser, more appropriate decision at a future point in time. So if you find that you've allowed patterns to happen or bad things to happen or you're in a terrible situation now, then reassess it. Look at it. Look at the information you have today and say, hmm, let me look at this. Let me reevaluate this. What is the overall of this situation? How can I make this better? How can I fix what I need to? How can I take care of myself better? To be your true and authentic self is a beautiful gift. It is a gift not only to yourself, but to the world. But you can only be your authentic and truest self when you're honest about what's happened, about how it affects you, and what you choose to do with that knowledge. But I want you to know that you are bigger than whatever has happened in the past. You are greater than the sum of your parts. <laughs> All of those parts are, are different versions of things that happened, whether it was good, bad, horrible, magnificent, all the spectrum of experiences. It makes up who you are, but you are possible to be greater than that. You can be more and greater than those things. You can be more than the sum of your parts. We are very malleable as creatures. We are very cognizant. We are very easily influenced. We are very capable of more. We don't need to allow other people or negative forces or negative thoughts to control us. 
we can do and be more than that. So I guess the entire point of this <laughs> is to tell you and to tell myself and to be authentic with myself and you <laughs> no matter what has happened no matter what abuse, trauma, whatever life has thrown at you you are more than that you are greater than that and that does not need to define you to run your life or to make you into something, whatever that something is. You have the capacity to be anyone you choose to be. So choose to be strong. Choose to be smart and capable and compassionate. Choose to be all of the good to counter all of the bad that you've experienced. Choose to shine a light a thousand times brighter than the darkness that you've seen. And so I trust that today's conversation was at least entertaining, hopefully enlightening, and maybe a little thought-provoking. I want to thank you for coming along with me on my journey of the life authentic. And I trust that we will talk again soon. So please take care.